You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy everyone and welcome to the 8th episode of the 2018 Dragon Con Con Report. Yes, this is our final Dragon Con Con Report before the big weekend. There's less than two weeks. As you're listening to this, it's probably only days away. Uh, I am your host, Mike Gordon, and I am pleased to introduce you to the rest of our skeleton crew. Uh, Director Mike Faber, of course, is here. Howdy, everybody. Good to see you. Howdy. And we have uh, one more person here in the station <laughs> with us. Darren is back with us. I'm the only person in the world not playing uh, World of Warcraft right now. So that's <laughs> yes, why it's are. just me. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, well, uh, you know, in full disclosure, uh, unfortunately, Mary is uh, feeling not so healthy today. So she is opted out of recording with us. But uh, yes, we want her to get better so that. Uh, she is not patient zero at uh, Dragon Con weekend. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are busy. I know that it's insane uh, this time of year. I uh, usually refer to August as my yearly stress test. Um, it <laughs> is horrible on us all. Um, but, Darren, uh, since we didn't talk to you last month, uh, yeah. what uh, are you are you prepared? I mean, how many are you doing, like, a lot of cosplay this year? What's What's going on? Um, I'll probably have a costume a day that I'll put on for fun and walk around. Um, I've got one that I'm working on. I'm going to um, bust out a Riddler um, between now and con time, which I know sounds really strange, but I'm I'm a lazy cosplayer. I look for things that I can buy and then modify um, as easy as possible sure. to, to kind of make it look like that. Um, so it won't be an off-the-rack Riddler costume, you know, like like they license. Um, it'll be put together. I've got the green suit. I've got the tie. I've got the cane. The cane was bought because that, it's too long. It, you can't make that custom in a month. There's mm-hmm. just no way to get that done. Um, but all the other pieces are, are in place here. Um, I'm waiting on my bowler hat to show up, and hopefully it will fit. And then, yeah, that'll, that'll be another costume I have. Is have this a, a Riddler based on any particular incarnation? It, it's going to be the uh, the suit Riddler. So um, any of the, you know, the, he has two basic outfits. It's a suit or the spandex. This is the suit. <laughs> right. One. The body suit. So, yeah, because my body's <laughs> not ready for spandex yet. Uh, and I'm not going to inflict that upon everybody. So there you go. So, okay. yeah, Riddler's going to be the new one. Wonder Warrior I might bust out. Depends on how hot it is. Um, cause there's so many layers to that. And, um, I'll walk around bones is my lazy costume because it's a shirt and a pair of pants. So that's, that's easy <laughs> to put together. You would um, be wearing that anyway. Is that what you're saying? Basically, you know, okay. if I'm going to wear it anyway, it's like, might as well be a costume, you know, whatever. <laughs> shirt and a pair of pants, easy, easy, peasy, lemon squeezy. And I, I have vigilante. I've got to repair the shirt. So that's on my task list this weekend to get done. But other than that, yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm good to go as far as costumes are concerned. Awesome. As long as the stuff that shows up shows up and fits. 
right. So yes. then there might yeah. be panic. But um, other than that, yeah, I'm good. Well, we are definitely looking forward to hearing what more detail about what you're looking forward to um, at DragonCon weekend, as well as a bunch of folks that, uh, uh, of course, our usual station crew, as well as uh, many other folks that have uh, contacted us. This is going to be a fun, fun episode where we're talking about all the things that we are anticipating uh, experiencing here on 2018 DragonCon. Um before we go any further, I do need to point out that the DragonCon Con Report is sponsored in part by Borderland Comics and Games in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, they also will have a booth in the Vendor Hall in America's Mart. Uh, that last year, I know that they were on uh, the second floor by the uh, all the way back towards the. Uh, I think there was a pizza place there and <laughs> escalators, um, so you couldn't miss them back then. So I don't know with the new layout where their booth is and unfortunately like yeah so um we will try to find out um for you and of course post that on our facebook group and uh and let you know exactly where robert and borderland comics and games will be but they will be there so check them out uh because they have lots of cool merchandise for you very good prices in fact uh, i know that they uh, their trade prices are amazing and uh they, their pops mike their pops figures are a good price as well so of course it's borderlands everything is great price there exactly so you'll definitely want to check that out at dragon con itself um now we are proud members of the eso network so be sure to check out the amazon link at the top of the eso network.com site it doesn't cost you any more to purchase your stuff and it really does help us out a lot uh, we have a t public store filled with all kinds of cool designs which if you order right now will arrive in time for Dragon Con. And if we see you with a ESO Network design T Public shirt wearing that, um, well, you're just the the sky's the limit, man. We will we will give you a lot of appreciation. We will show you lots of love. So um certainly if you uh stop by uh my table in uh, the comic and pop artist alley on the fourth floor of America's Mart. That's table 318. If you stop by there and you are wearing one of our T Public shirts, uh, you will get a free pin at the very least. So, uh, so yes, we encourage you to do so. And we also love our Patreons, and we're going to treat our Patreons with much love at DragonCon as well. If you are a Patreon and you're going to be at DragonCon, please let us know. Um, and Mike, we've got all sorts of cool things for the Patreons, right? Oh, of course we do. We always got great things. Um, just last week, we had the Red Dwarf panel from Dragon Con 2017 panel go live. But this week, we have something really cool. We have the Westworld panel from 2017 at Dragon Con going live. By the time you hear this, it's going to be out already. So please join us. You could join the Patreon for just as little as a dollar a month. That's not too shabby, folks. And if you go up to the $5 level, you get exclusive material. And like we like to say, we will never, ever charge for shows on the ESO network. But as a little bit of an extra thank you for helping with the Patreon, we give you bonus material. So it's a win-win situation for everybody involved. Absolutely. And again, if you are a patron, please uh, let us know ahead of time. Stop by um, my table. Again, that's three three eighty one. And uh, we will um, we will reward you very much with with more than just a thank you, although we really do appreciate it. Uh, if you would like to leave feedback like so many have in this episode, 
or comment on the show, please call our ESO feedback line at 404-963-9057. We want to hear about your experiences at DragonCon. So the next time we record, the next time we air an episode will be our final DragonCon con report of 2018. And that'll be our wrap up in which we talk about our experiences. So if you've had a great experience at DragonCon, we want to hear about it. So give us a call at 404-963-9057 or send us an email at DragonConReport. You can also send us an audio file at DragonConReport at ESONetwork.com. We want to hear from you. Um, Not a lot of news uh, as we get uh, closer and closer to the event. So, of course, everybody's waiting for, okay, really, if you've got a drink in your hand, you're going to have to drink right now because I'm about to say we are waiting for the app because it hasn't been released. Uh, um, the app isn't out yet. The, the app's not out yet. I know. Shocker, right? So, um, uh, but it will be, it's coming. Don't worry about it. The, you know, the, you will get the app uh, probably, you know, I think if experience uh, improves anything, that's about what, a week before? It, usually it's a week before, but then you keep getting updates every time you open it. Right, right. So don't so, think when you get the app, you have everything you don't. No, because I'll be constantly updating and changing things, even when the con is going on. So, right. So, so plan, use the app to plan, but then also make sure you keep checking the app to make sure if your plans need to change. Yuppers. So, um, they also released the official uh, 2018 parade map for Dragon Con. That's going to happen on September 1st, which is Saturday at 10 a.m. is when it starts. But if you want to see it, you're going to have to get out out of bed and out on the street much earlier than that. that I highly recommend it. Yeah, I highly <laughs> recommend getting out there like probably about between 7 and 7.30 in the morning. Yeah, it hasn't changed at all since 2017. So it is, uh, it is the same parade route that it was last year. So that it is going to, I believe, start. Is that at Linden Ave? Is that right? Is that kind of close to where... It starts, yep. yeah, up on uh, up Peachtree Street, up almost right. past. It's past the hospital. Then it goes all the way down Peachtree, and then it uh, cuts around. I think it, uh, yeah, it cuts around almost. It goes past the Hyatt for sure. Cuts around America's Mart, and then kind of goes into. I think it ends at the between the Her- the Hyatt and the Marriott is where it ends. Yes, because it circles. I think over at Andrew Young Boulevard. Okay. It, it circles down and goes down a block and then goes on to Petrie Center Way. So here's a very, very, very important note for people who are, if they're experiencing the parade or if they are not, if they do not, uh, even if they don't care about the parade, starting, I think it's about 930, but certainly by 10 a.m. once the parade starts, even if the parade hasn't hit the area where the hotels are yet, you will not be able to cross the street until the parade is done. So um, if you are on the other side of where you need to be for panels and whatnot, you need to leave your hotels in that side of the street before, I would say, 9. Like around 9, 9.30-ish, latest. Oh, very much so. Like go figure out like how to get to your your hotels or wherever, your panels or where, if you're, if you're on, like if you're staying at the Marriott, but you, you're, you are set up at the um, America's Mart, or you've got a panel at the West End, you better make sure that you clear that area around nine nine thirty latest. Yeah, uh, la- last it, year actually it, it was funny, Mikey, 
because you know i tried to i had forgot i had a panel at 11 and i had to get down to the sheraton and it was like oh crap how am i going to do it because i was watching the parade so i realized i was dressed as the dude so i just walked onto the street and just (laughs) and started walking along with the parade people (laughs) okay well that's uh that's one one option (laughs) yes um yes and then you can do that if you are in costume which a lot of people dragon con are so maybe you can get away with it but if you're like a normal person like myself um yeah you'll just need to be um, hold on hold on normal yeah no yeah. i knew i knew that was scale. i knew that wasn't gonna get by but uh yeah so also, i have I say if if you are staying at one of the hotels that's on the parade route and you don't plan on going to the parade because you need to sleep earplugs or a godson. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I've just heard too many stories of people who weren't able to get to where they needed to go Saturday morning because of the parade. So, so just be aware that the parade will affect you, even if you're, if you, even if you don't care about it. Uh, but of course, you should care about it because it's awesome. It's one of the things that makes Dragon Con Dragon Con, and I do believe that once again, Dragon Con TV will be covering it. Um, and I believe that the local affiliates will be carrying it. So if you're not, uh, and if you're in the Atlanta area, then you definitely want to uh, tune in to I think it's the CW channel um, here in the Atlanta area, and they will be airing live coverage of the parade as well. So that's always exciting. Uh, the only other thing of news of note is uh, Dragon Con Awards. They have selected the nominees for this year, and you can get you can vote until Friday, August 31st. So, man, it's a last-minute thing. You can vote until August 31st on all the categories. So check out the Dragon Awards and vote. Uh, Your vote does count here. So um, uh, check it out. Check out all the nominees and pick your favorites, and uh, the winners will be announced, I believe, on that Saturday night, I think, is when they announce them. But uh, certainly over the course of the weekend, they will announce it. So, and that's for you know everything from best science fiction novel to best media tie-in novel, best horror novel, best comic book, uh, best graphic novel, best science fiction or fantasy movie. A lot of tough ones to choose from here this year. Uh, best ti- science fiction or fantasy TV series. Again, some tough choices. So uh, these folks need your vote. So vote, vote, vote. Um, yeah, and that's all the now the one thing that Dragon Con has been doing like for the last two weeks or so since we recorded our last episode, they have been announcing a ton of guests. I think this is the most guests that they've announced this late in uh, the season for Dragon Con than ever. So without further ado, Mike and Darren, take it away and let us know who else is going to be attending. All right, boys and girls, it's time for us to read the guests. Darren will be my guest to read the guest list i've got to put on my mary lou who suit to do this so exactly. give me a second go go boots yeah Star are you, Trek are you gonna are you gonna raise the hair, the hair? yeah oh the yeah hair. Well, i've got i've got the yeoman rand hair on so <laughs> hang on there we go oh if this is only video if this I is know, only right? video <laughs> oh we might have to do that next year you never know oh we are so not doing that next year <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get started on the list Darren, you're going to go first. Start at the bottom. Uh, from, from the bottom, right? Of course. So Kevin Kling is a marketing analyst for Boomerang's OTT streaming service. By keeping a pulse on the fans, Kevin helps manage Boomerang's social media presence, dissect viewership behavior, and create marketing campaigns to best engage with fans of all ages. 
Pam Clementif made her Hollywood debut in Spike Lee's Old Boy. Most recently, she joined the Marvel Cinematic Universe with her role as Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and appeared appeared in the same role in the film Avengers Infinity War. She'll be appearing Saturday and Sunday only. Christian Kane plays Jake Stone on TNT's The Librarians. He has previously played Elliot Spencer for five seasons on TNT's Leverage and is well known for Angel, Close to Home, and Into the West. Film's appearances include Friday Night Lights, Just Married, Secondhand Lions, Summer Catch, Hide, and Taxi. Karen Gillan is a Scottish actress and former model, best known for playing the role of Amy Pond in the hit British sci-fi series Doctor Who. She's also known as Nubula from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Karen will be appearing Sunday and Monday only. Nora Lil Fors is the senior marketing manager for cartoon streaming service Boomerang. Nora Lil Ryan Fors shares with fans her love of Looney Tunes, Scooby-Doo, and Camp Lazlo, to name a few. She's not yet gotten hit with an anvil or fallen off a cliff. As Wiley Coyote knows, it's only a matter of time. Oh, I like that. I like that one a lot. Larry Elmore is one of the world's leading fantasy artists. His works have graced the covers of National Lampoon, Heavy Metal, and Dragon Magazine, among others. He's best known for his covers of the original Dragonlance novels. Elmore makes DragonCon an annual event. Keith Baker is an award-winning game designer and author best known for creating the Eberron campaign setting for Dungeons & Dragons. He has also designed numerous best-selling board games such as Gloom, Cthulhu Flux, and this year the game's Illuminati. Illumat, I wanted to say Illuminati, hmm. and Action Cats through his publishing company, Together Studios. Michael Rosenblum has displayed his versatility as an actor by tackling diverse roles, equally adept as comedy and in drama. He has played characters ranging from a transvestite to a crazed fraternity boy to Lex Luthor. Rosenbaum will be joined on Saturday and Sunday and co-hosting The Night at the Aquarium. Captain Mark Madonna is a physicist and retired Navy submarine force captain who has been running the national security decision-making game since 1990. He lectures extensively on contemporary geopolitical and military history, history topics, particularly World War II and the early Cold War, modern weapons technology, and the history of submarine warfare. John Hedder debuted in the feature film as the title character of the comedy film Napoleon Dynamite. He also acted in the films The Benchwarmers, School for Scoundrels, Blades of Glory, Mama's Boy, When in Rome, and more. Hedder will be co-hosting the Night at the Aquarium event on Saturday. Foot Pound Force. Get ready to be nerdy, get ready to rock, get ready to dance, and get ready to laugh out loud. Better pay attention, though, for there may be a quiz afterward from these rockin' rocket scientists. Foot Pound Force, a band that is more than its units. Tom Welling is an actor, director, and producer who is best known for playing Clark Kent Superman on the long-running television series Smallville. Welling can be recently seen playing the role of Marcus Pierce in the third season of Lucifer. Ethan Phillips has been on several popular TV shows and movies, including five seasons on Benson and seven seasons on Star Trek Voyager. Phillips has appeared in many feature films and award-winning shorts and has an active voiceover career. Robert Duncan McNeil is an American actor, producer, movie director, and television director who's best known for his roles as Lieutenant Tom Paris on the television show Star Trek Voyager. Other credits include the film Masters of the Universe and producing the TV series Chuck. 
Erin Gray is an American actress, perhaps best known for her roles as Kate Summers in the situation comedy Silver Spoons and as Colonel Wilma Deering in the sci-fi television series Buck Rogers in the 25th Century. Gray has appeared in numerous TV series and films over her career. John Delancey is probably best known as his portrayal as Q in Star Trek The Next Generation. He has previously appeared in Stargate SG-1. Delancey has voiced Discord on My Little Pony, Friendship is magic and characters in multiple video games and shows during his career. Lou Diamond Phillips recently starred on the acclaimed Netflix series Longmire, based on the Walt Longmire mystery novels by Craig Johnson. He's also known for his roles in SGU Stargate Universe, Stand and Deliver, Blindspot, Elyria of Avalor, oh, Elena of Avalon, Avalor, The Ranch, and many more. Peter Kalamis currently portrays the creepy, mysterious villain Yellow Jacket in the hit freeform TV series Beyond. He's also appeared as Adam Brody on SGU Stargate Universe and is the voice of Goku in the Funimation Saban's original series dub of Dragon Ball Z. Jason Isaacs is perhaps best known for his portrayal as the sinister Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter series, but he brandishes an extensive list of credits, including The Patriot, Peter Pan, voice acting in Avatar The Last Airbender, and most recently portraying Captain Gabriel Lorca on Star Trek Discovery. With the popularity of shows like Glee and the movies like Pitch Perfect, and acapella performances are back in the mainstream, and Geekapella is here to make sure pop culture is represented experience a unique and energetic stage presence singing dancing cosplay and fun <laughs> abney park is a counterculture band that's performed worldwide for 20 years released 23 albums and was instrumental in popularizing the steampunk subculture their sound is a mix of electronic dance electro swing and modern pop music their fun and riotous performance feature over the top steampunk instruments and costumes graham mctavish has starred in the hobbit and unexpected journey as Drawlin, the dwarf, portrayed the saint of killers in Preacher, Dougal Mackenzie in Outlander, and the voice of Loki in the Avengers Earth Mightest Heroes, Ackerman in Red Dwarf, and many more iconic roles across his career. Tamsin McDonough is an actress and producer known for Killjoys, Lost Girl, and The Incredible Hulk. Her acting bug fed on short and indie films, parts on Murdoch Mysteries, The Artful Detective, The John Doerr Show, Grey Gardens, Chloe, Motive, and a recurring part on The Bridge. Lou Ferrigno is a well-renowned bodybuilder and actor who has portrayed many roles calling for someone really big but none as famous as The Incredible Hulk. Since then, Ferrigno has appeared as the, on Con Men, King of Queens, lent his voice to Adventure Time, and much, much more. The Atlanta Swing Orchestra is a group of musicians from the Atlanta area that really love to play the big band music that gets you dancing. They are musicians who are dedicated to keeping the great American songbook alive by playing tunes from the 40s to modern-day classics. The Taj Motel Trio has served their friendly brand of feverishly loud and fast ska punk for 20 years. While commercially successful has evaded them and every other ska punk band since the late 90s, They've brought their infectious energy and horns lines to basement and dive bars all over the East Coast. Actor and writer Catherine Tate is well known in the UK and internationally for a diversity of work in television, films, and on stage. In particular for the award-winning The Catherine Tate Show and her roles on Doctor Who and The Office. 
David Sobolov is known for his work as a voice actor playing creepy villains, scary aliens, and the edgy heroes on televisions and games and feature films. He's the voice of Gorilla Grodd on the CW's The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow, and Drax in the Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy series. In 2005, Brandon Routh soared into the media limelight when he cast as the Man of Steel and director Brian Singer's Superman Returns. After joining the CW series Arrow as DC Comics superhero The Atom, Routh played char- uh, the character in the series Legends of Tomorrow, also for the CW. Peter Abramson is a builder of animatronic robots and puppets. His work includes movies such as Men in Black 2, Hellboy, and iRobot. Peter has competed in Robot Wars, BattleBots, and SazBots, and judged Robo Games. Currently, he designs industrial robotics and is a producer on ABC's BattleBots. Ricky Riddle-Lakoti is a cosplayer who has transitioned her hobby into working in film and television industry. She's internationally recognized for her ability to focus on confidence through craftsmanship. Her most recent credit was a specialty costumer on the set of Marvel's Avengers Infinity War. Brian Richardson is the executive producer of DragonCon TV, host of the audio podcast What the Cast, part-time video producer and all-around professional nerd. <laughs> Actor Aaron Ashmore is perhaps best known for his roles in American TV shows as Jimmy Olsen in Smallville, Steve Jenks in Warehouse 13, Nate in Lost Girl, Troy Vandergraaf in Veronica Mars, Randall Wish- Wishart in Cardinal, and as John Jacobus in Killjoys. Elizabeth Henstridge is an English actress who is best known for her role as Agent Jenna Simmons in the series regular character in ABC's Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The fan-favorite show recently finished its fifth season. She will be appearing Saturday and Sunday only. Nicholas Frost is an English actor, comedian, screenwriter, producer, and author. He is best known for his work in Into the Badlands, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Paul, The World's End, and the television comedy Spaced. Frost will be appearing Friday through Sunday only. Okay. A 10-time Emmy Award-nominated children's television producer, Hale Stamford leads the Jim Henson Company's development and production of all television, home entertainment, and digital media in animated and live-action formats. She is currently the production on the Netflix series The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Brian Henson is chairman of the Jim Henson Company and an award-winning director, producer, writer, and puppeteer for film and television. Henson is currently directing and producing the feature film The Happy Time Murders, starring Melissa McCarthy. It's hard to categorize DJ Spider's style. With a love of multiple genres, she has a chance to spin about everything over the last 29 years, including pop, rock, dance, house, indie, retro, dark wave, country, R&B, swing, jazz, and just about everything in between. Titus B. Welliver is an actor who is best known for his portrayals of the Man in Black on Lost, Silas Adams on Deadwood, Jimmy O'Fallon in on uh, Sons of Anarchy, Felix Blake on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and the title role in the television series Bosch. Gina Torres is a television movie actress. She has appeared in many television series, including Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, Xena, Warrior Princess, The Short-Lived Cleopatra, 2525, Alias, Firefly, and the sequent uh, movie Serenity, Angel, 24, Suits, The Shield, and Westworld. Ten-time World Heavyweight Championship winner Steve Borden, better known by his ring name of Sting, is an American retired professional wrestler who is currently under a Legends contract with the WWE. Sting will be joining the Thursday night wrestling event and will be appearing through Saturday. 
arguably the most popular wrestling diva, Amy Dumas, best known by her stage name, Lita, is a retired professional wrestler and singer best known for her time in the WWE. Lita will be joining at the Thursday night wrestling event and will be appearing through Sunday. Mira Furlan is a leading actress of film, stage, and TV, and she's best known to the American audience for her role as Ambassador Delenn in the Warner Brothers TV series Babylon 5 and as Danielle Rousseau in the ABC hit series Lost. For the 10th anniversary of the release of Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog, the Evil League of Evil has eschewed the status quo of mere shadow casts and group sing-alongs. Featuring a cast of local Atlanta actors brought together by their love of both theatrical supervillains and supervillain theater. Henry Ian Kuzik is an actor of television, film, and theater, and he's known for his role as Desmond Hume on the U.S. television series Lost, for which he received a Primetime Emmy Award nomination. He's currently starring as Marcus Kane in the CW drama The 100. Nefessa Williams is currently starring opposite Cress Williams in the CW drama Black Lightning, playing the role of Vanessa Pierce, the passionate and quick-witted daughter of Pierce. Williams could also be seen in Netflix Burning Sands, playing Tanya. She also recently appeared in the highly anticipated reboot of Twin Peaks. China McLean's acting career began in 2005 when she was only seven years old. Since then, McLean has starred in popular movies and series such as Tyler Perry's House of Pain, Ant Farm, Descendants 2, and the CW series Black Lightning. McLean will be appearing Saturday and Sunday only. Christine Adams stars opposite Cress Williams as Lynn on the CW's newest DC comic series Black Lightning. Prior to this, she portrayed Agent Weaver on the hit ABC series Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and had a recurring role on The Mentalist, Legends, Pushing Daisies, and more. Dominique Tipper is an actress who portrays the lead role of Naomi Nagata in Sci-Fi's flagship and critically acclaimed series The Expanse, based on the popular sci-fi series by James S.A. Corey. Tipper will be appearing Friday through Sunday. Marvin Crowdon. Jones III currently stars in CW's Black Lightning, portraying Tobias Whale, a criminal boss and lead villain. The role marks Joss's transition into acting, as he is also a solo rapper and strong-arm steady frontman. Frankie Adams is an actress best known for her roles as Bobby Draper in the sci-fi television series The Expanse, and for her very first role, Ula Levy, in the primetime soap opera Shortland Street. Adams will be appearing Friday through Sunday. Pilu Asbeck joined the HBO series Game of Thrones in Season 6 as the ruthless pirate captain Euron Greyjoy. In addition, he appeared in the film Lucy, Ben-Hur, Ghost in the Shell, the series The Bordegas, Borgin, and 1864, to name a few. Asbeck will be appearing Saturday through Monday. Alfie Allen came to international attention when he was cast as Theon Greyjoy in the HBO series Game of Thrones in 2011. During his career, he has also appeared in the films John Wick, The Other Boleyn Girl, Atonement, and many more. Allen will be appearing Saturday through Monday. Jane Brooke can recently be seen in a recurring role on Major Crimes and as Starfleet Admiral Katrina Cornwell on Star Trek Discovery. She has previously appeared in Chicago Hope, Private Practice, John Doe, The District, Sirens, and Kinder Cop, to name a few. Stanley Ogtree has been acting for more than a decade. During this time, he has appeared on several major films, including The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. In 2018, he appeared in Black Panther as the Merchant Tribe Warrior. Jordi Amrig is known for being the world's smallest living woman, according to the Guinness World Book of Records. Her restricted height is due to a form of dwarfism called 
You ready for this, folks? <laughs> Aconodefisia. In uh, August 2014, she was cast in the fourth season of American Horror Story Freak Show as Ma Petty. And that is the list. Oh, my God. That's a lot of people. And there's more that weren't and on there's there. More. So. Yes, there's there more. Yes, there are tons and tons a more. Ton much, though. much more. Again, uh, check with, uh, if you're not drunk already enough, uh, check the app <laughs> when it comes out. And, uh, um, yeah, you'll see exactly who's going to be there. And there's always last-minute cancellations as well. So keep that in mind and uh, uh, just take a look at it. But, yeah, there's a lot to... Now, on that list, is there anybody that, uh, or uh, through the whole celebrity list, I know, Darren, you don't get terribly excited about uh, celebrities, but is there anybody there that you are very keen to hopefully run across at some point? Um, <laughs> DJ Spider. <laughs> of course. Rocking the house out. We do have a lot of friends uh, that are guests this year, which is awesome. We do, we do. Yes. Um, uh, there's someone not on that list, DJ Nemesis. Um, he came to Dragon Con several years ago, rocked the house out. I'm looking forward to his rave. Awesome. Um, I, I can't, I can't wait for that. Um, as far as the actors, um, Barrowman's always fun to talk to. If you get a chance to go by and see him, he's he's a he's a hoot, a real hoot. Um, but beyond that, the, the celebrities. I mean, I I've had my you know celebrity time. I've I've done that bit. And, you know, last year I got my pick with uh, Fillion and uh, Stan Lee, actually. Very cool. Um, so I, I think this year I'm going to I'm going to be cooling it on the celebrity tip a little bit. Um, not that they're not great people. Uh, I always walk through the walk, uh, the Hall of Fame a few times during the con. Right. And if I see someone who's there who's not getting any attention and they're just sitting at their table, then I'll try to make, you know, their time worthwhile, at least um, a little bit. So we'll have to see. And of course, you never know who's going to be there and who's not going to be there, who's actually going to show up and who's going to get a last minute phone call saying, hey, we need you on set. So I do find it interesting. I know um, Game of Thrones is wrapped up. Yep. So I, I find it interesting that uh, the, the Greyjoys are doing con appearances already and not going back for like reshoots and redubs in the studio. So, gee, I wonder mm. why. Hmm. Mm. Well, you know, next year could be we could see a huge number of Game of Thrones. Oh, I think, uh, we, I think here. we will. I really do think we will see a huge influx of Game of Thrones um, actors on the con circuit once it's all said and done. Unless, of course, you know, it's kind of funny now that we're getting the lost folks coming out to cons now. And I know the lost crew kind of had to take a break because um, they're, they're the lost. was so horrible <laughs> um, in many. It was divisive. Let's not say horrible. It was divisive. Um, but obviously, uh, Mira Furlan's been coming to cons because of Babylon 5 for years and years and years. She's right. she's a class act. I love her. So Very much so. Very much so. Mike, what about you? Any uh, any sort of celebrity guests that are on your radar this year? Particularly? Oh, sit back, folks. We got a list. <laughs> <laughs> well and i was you don't even, and you don't even do the uh the, the celebrities photos and signatures very often oh no i and i'm still not going to i'm just thrilled these people are here i definitely want to see you know peter capaldi right uh -huh. you know i also want to see pearl Mackey. i also would like to see Catherine tate and you know also thrilled nick frost is going to be coming Wait a minute. I, I just it dawned on me that Catherine Tate and John Berriman will be in the same place. Room, probably. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Look out. Look, look out, out, folks. It's going to mm. get spicy. Oh, you think? Oh, I do. I do. 
Yeah. Um, I'm also really excited. Uh, Bob from Sesame Street is going to be here. Oh, yeah. A lot is- of Sesame Street yeah. folks. Yeah. I mean, yes. it's, uh, it's the crew, really. So yeah. These are that's... the crew I grew up with. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah. This is this is like tug at the heartstrings, nostalgia wave time. I mean, it's just, yeah, that's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. And we have two Supermen coming, too. Uh, we do. Yes, yeah, Welling true. and Ralph. So it'll be nice to see them, mm-hmm. for sure. Wow, different planets, same place. Now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, uh, I probably, well, I, I'm back and forth, but I will probably, um, very excited that, uh, Capaldi and, 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 uh, and Pearl are there. So that would be cool. Um, also I'm a been a big fan of Tom Cavanaugh even before he was, uh, on the flash. So, uh, I would love to say hi to him. And, um, uh, I've never actually met Lita, Amy Dumont. So I'm really kind of thinking that this, sh- you know, why not? You know, like, why wait any longer? So she's there. I'm there. That'll be cool. Um, so that's, those are the ones that are kind of high on my list. But there's so many. I mean, oof. it seems like there's more than, you know, the quote unquote standard limited number of guests that they allow. I mean, it just seems like we've got maybe because they're maybe they're playing around with the numbers a little bit because some are only there a few days. Um, I don't know, but it just seems like so many. So it's uh, it's going to be fun, definitely. So well, it's interesting because I know a lot of these people who come to Dragon Con now, celebrity wise, they're splitting their time between Dragon Con and also up in Toronto. Yeah, yeah Toronto Fan Expo. Yeah, yep. same weekend. So let's go from guests that we're looking forward to to just various events that we're looking forward to. Mike, this is uh, I know this is going to be pretty exciting for an ESO network perspective. I know that ESO has got a lot going on. What are what are some of the things that uh, Earth Station One and uh, the Earth Station One the ESO network are, are going to be part of this year? Well, sit back, folks. Uh, basically. <laughs> Well, of course, starting on Thursday evening, we are doing the, I guess this could be like the fifth annual ESO Network meet and greet. We're going to be doing it at the Hyatt Lobby Bar. I think it's called the 22-story bar. Mm-hmm. And that's the home of the Buckets of Rum. And we've always gotten great turnouts from listeners, other podcasters, friends of the show. It's always a great turnout. And that starts at 10 p.m. on Thursday night. And we'll probably go till around midnight or whenever people decide to leave and, you know, go on and wander around. And it's great to people watch. It's great to gawk at costumes because a lot of times the wrestling's just getting out or the buddy hutch is getting out. So it's pretty cool stuff. The and, ABC party's getting out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And, yes, we've seen plenty of ABCs at, <laughs> at that bar. So it's, it's a lot of fun for that. And then, uh, you know, I know on Sunday we are doing at 10 a.m. in the morning. Yes, folks, 10 a.m. on Sunday. Thanks, Joe Crow. We are doing the Big Lebowski. That's right. We're recording live for Earth Station One. We are doing the Big Lebowski panel. And finally, we are Earth Station One is doing Lebowski, and we are going to be auctioning off an actual rug going towards the charity. Um, of Dragon Con should be actually a lot of fun. So you know, just hopefully nobody will show up on pee on the rug. That's you know what we hope for at least. Ew. <laughs> well, you know, it is Dragon Con. So. <laughs> That's true, and you know anything can happen at Dragon Con. And you know we have you know we're going to be. I have like a zillion panels we're doing. 
I know, you know, a lot of us will be hanging out at Mike's table over in Artist Alley at the America Smart. And it should be a lot of fun there. And, you know, we're just, you know, we've got tons of different panels. We're doing Earth Station Who. We're doing, uh, you know, I know a lot of the other people from the network are doing panels. I know I'm doing two podcasting panels where, you know, join about how to join a network and then how to start a podcast also. So, you know, that's over with the podcasting track. And I think right now I have somewhere between 11 and 12 panels going on throughout the weekend. So, and that's pretty slow for me. So it should be that's a lot right. of fun. And that's just, that's just right now. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I could be walking by and they go, Mike, you want to be on a panel? Sure. Why not? But you know, there's a lot I'm also looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing Bean and Bear again this year. I'm looking forward to, you know, going to wrestling. I'm looking forward to even maybe doing the the kilt blowing. You know, it should be a lot of fun. You know, there's just tons of stuff. Fan, seeing Phantom Troublemakers, uh, you know, basically his uh, game show he does on Saturday night. That's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, we should point that out um, because the there is no longer the Dirty Dirty Con Con Game Game Show Show. Uh, that was uh, last year was the last year for that. But uh, our good friend Dave, uh, a.k.a. Phantom, is um, not finished yet. No, sir. He has uh, a new game show. It's called The Big Damn Game Show, and it is going to be on September 1st, that Saturday spot, that same time. It's at 10 p.m. at the Hyatt Regency. So, uh, And I would imagine that even though it's a new show, there's going to be a lot of the same craziness that are that Dave's known for. So nah. Dave, Dave and his crew are preparing lots of and this is not for the kids, ladies and gentlemen. This is not kid friendly at all. I believe. Didn't they card people uh, oh, last yeah. year? Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> William couldn't get in last year because he was just under 18. Ah, so now William can experience the uh, the game show. So, uh, not, so no, yeah. not this year. Oh, not this year. No, he's not going to Dragon Con this year. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's not going as well. Right, right. No, exactly. It's actually really weird. The first time in, what, 15 years we've gone to between the parade and Dragon Con, he is not going. So you're free. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, why, that's why I'm bringing apple pie with me. Come on. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> um so yeah, um, very cool. Um, I have my panel schedule. Uh, it's not nearly as huge as you know as uh, others. Uh, I am on four panels uh, this year, and uh, I think I have to point out that the first fr- the first one on Friday night is one that uh, I think was a long time coming, Mike. It is the greatest Michaels and Michelles in classic sci-fi. It oh, is God. a <laughs> panel not only talking about Michaels and Michelles, but featuring various Michaels and Michelles. Uh, this uh, Mike and I will both be on the panel, obviously. We're, we're, we qualify. Um, but Michael Faulkner, Michael Bailey, Michael French, among many others, uh, will uh, be there as well. There's just going to be... Look, there was, there was a reason that for two... I think it was actually two and a half, three decades, the most popular name in America was Michael for boys. And... And uh, so there's a lot of like prominent Michaels, both as fans and that, you know, kind of influenced sci-fi and fantasy. So it's going to be fun to talk about them. 
Um, and then the next panel that I have is uh, on Sunday, and this one's my baby. This one is the Art of Tiki, uh, aka the Tiki Pop panel. This is uh, a panel that I brought to the convention a couple years ago, and we're still going strong. Um, it's going to be in a new location because the comic book panels are in a different place. Last year they were in the Westin. This year they're in, a, in America's Mart. They're going to be on the same floor as the uh, the actual um, artists and uh, vendors for comics. So uh, you'll be able to find us on the fourth floor. And uh, this is Sunday at 1130. Uh, the creators or the, the folks that we have on the panel this year include myself. Uh, Derek Yanniger, once again, is going to join us. Jonathan Chafin from Horror and Clay. He will be joining us again as well. And we're going to have two new panelists, uh, artist Stephanie Gladden and artist Savannah Alexandra. They will both be part of it. They're, if you are familiar with their work, they're both into retro, tiki, cartoony stuff. It's going to be, it's going to be a blast. Um, so, um, with, so mark your calendars for that. Uh, and then on Sunday afternoon, as Mike pointed out, we have a uh, Earth Station Who panel. We're going to be doing a 12th Doctor retrospective. That's going to be fun. Uh, there's also going to be three mics on that panel. You know, Capaldi's <laughs> could be hiding in the audience too. Yeah. Yes. He's gonna. Yeah. Sure. We're gonna promise that. Um. So. <laughs> so yeah, it is a retrospective of the Twelfth Doctor. You know, I mean, he's there. Who knows if he, if the angry eyebrows might be might make an appearance. Um. And then on Monday is one that I'm also very excited about called the State of Comics Industry 2018, and I will be moderating that moderating that panel with a, a folk of folks of uh, people from all throughout the industry, pros, independent guys. Uh, that's going to be a, a fun talk as well. So I'm very excited for that. Um, so those are the only four. Otherwise, you can find me at my table. Uh, again, that's an America's Mart table, uh, 831. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, we will have some new merchandise. We've got uh, some Tiki Zombie pins that I will be selling as well as... Um, we may have a book. We're just, uh, you know, it's still too early to say uh, whether or not the book will be finished in time. So if we have it, it'll be hot off the presses. So wear gloves if you come to the table because it's going to be very hot stuff. Um, but you'll certainly see more on that uh, in the uh, various Facebook groups and, and on social media when we're posting. So that's that's what I'll be doing most of the time, spending at the table. So I'll be very excited about that. And I'll try to get out to some of the other events as well. There's so much. Uh, I do want to point out two other events that are happening. Uh, these are both happening Thursday night. So I'm going to be running around like crazy on Thursday night between the ESO meet and greet as well as um, August 30th. Uh, I usually have uh, my pre-con dinner at Trader Vic's. And there is, that um, just so happens that August 30th this year is uh, Mai Tai Day. So, uh, so come on down and get a uh, Mai Tai at Trader Vic's. It's going to be open from, I think, starting at five until uh, probably midnight or so. I'm not sure what time they close, but until late. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out, too, is that um, the Dragon Con alternate history track, uh, you know, our good friend Q is putting on a, an event uh, Thursday night as well, starting at 830, called Yesteryear Lagoon and Lounge. And uh, it is a vintage location, I'm sorry, a vintage vacation themed cocktail mixer. It's by the Sheraton Pool. So uh, this is um, 
This is uh, actually inspired by um, our uh, dearly departed Tom Trainer, uh, who used to host tiki parties at the Sheridan Pool um, back in the day, uh, early days of Dragon Con. It is um, kind of inspired by him. And uh, this will be um, an event where we listen. To, there'll be classic, you know, 50s, 60s era tunes, tiki drinks, uh, obviously um, tiki um, tiki shirts, aloha shirts, uh, tiki themed costumes are encouraged. Um, it's going to be uh, a very fun time. It actually was an event like this, uh, like, I don't know, six, seven years ago that uh, Tiki Zombie was actually born. So um, so I'm going to definitely try to make that event at some point and, and check it out there. Um, but then also I, I do plan on uh, hanging out for a while and seeing everybody at the ESO network. I just need to be cloned, Mike. It's just that simple. I mean, there's just too much, too much to do right from the very beginning on Thursday, man. I don't know if I can handle two of you, though. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't think I can handle two of me. So, yeah, I get that. So... So now, Darren, where what events are you going to be? Are you going to be going to panels, or you're certainly going to parties? So, which well, yeah. which parties stand out for you as must must attend? Um, I'll be doing Heroes and Villains and the Spectrum Party. Unfortunately, they're the same night, so I'll be going to one early so and going to, be to the other one well. late. I, I always need to be cloned. Yes. Uh, forever and a day, I need to be cloned. Which I fantasy go, is that one? Uh, I, you know. Just Dr. Manhattan. There you go. There's there's that fantasy right there. Um I'll I'll make it to DJ Nemesis's rave. Nemesis's rave. Um at some point. Beyond that, um, I'm not doing any big cosplay groups this year, so I'm gonna be wandering around. Um, I always make it a point to try to get the dealer's room on the first day and the last day, because it seems like Saturday and Sunday are just crazy sauce in the dealer's room. Um, and that's just me. That's how I roll. Um, I'll always go to the art show for a little bit um, and try not to let my wallet escape from my pocket, but I'm invariably defeated by my, by my hands. Um, and yeah, it, it's, this is more for me, this is more like a geeky family reunion than anything else. Um, I'll be watching a lot. I hate standing in line. I've gotten to that point where if I want to see a panel, I'm going to watch it on Dragon Con TV in my room <laughs> because, hey, I have my drink. I have my snacks. There's a bathroom right there. <laughs> I'm good to go. Um, beyond that, probably some gaming. Um, if I can, if I can work it in, try to play some new games and see if I like them or not to decide if I want to buy them. It's going to be an interesting con for me. Um, it's going to be kind of a low-key, and I know I'm saying I'm low-key even though I'm going to all these parties, but I'll be sleeping during the day as opposed to pushing myself you know, all the time to go get up and go do this panel and blah, blah, blah. There'll be lots of nap time for me during this con, I think. Well, I mean, you know, we all have to take it um, you know, and pace ourselves. Oh, totally. Um, We're also not uh, as young as we used to be. <laughs> I was saying, I was just, used to be, you know. Yeah. Let, so, let as, the kids do that. Uh huh. And I would, I would remind everyone if you haven't, if we haven't beaten in, it into you in the years we've been doing this podcast, go listen to that tip podcast. Just go over everything. I've got to make the list so that I can pack up my luggage so I don't 
forget something at home and I'm just an Uber away from home, but I can't imagine what would happen if you had left a, a major costume piece at home or something that you had planned to wear and it's just not complete without it. So kind of important to do that stuff. Yeah, yes. this is like this is like the end game of, yeah, you did all that cosplay and, and you sewed it up at the last minute and now you're rushing to the airport. You forgot that one piece you left on the kitchen table. You know, that's a that's a Homer Simpson dope moment. So <laughs> you know. But you so know what? Make the your one, list, pack, pack thoroughly. The one thing I will say too is that uh yeah, stressful as August is for me getting ready for Dragon Con, the one thing that I love is about like when I get there after I pick up my badge and I'm sitting there, whether it's in Trader Vic's or or sitting with you guys uh, at the ESO meet and greet. Um, at at that point, the convention starts, and you know what? It's yep. just it's just time to relax and enjoy so you the can show. Relax and have a good time. Yep. Once I have my badge, and once I'm checked into the hotel, that's when I'm like, okay, I'm at con now. Yeah, and that's uh, that feeling of just that wave of the anxiety just goes away. The tension yep. goes away. I usually get there. The first thing I do is take a shower when I get to my hotel room. Just get rid of all that. It's uh, <laughs> a good know, idea. The, the stress of getting there and just chill for a minute. You got your badge, you know, depending upon when you're going to get there, what's going on, you know, Tuesday's the new Friday or whatever. So take a deep breath and then take dive a deep right breath in and just enjoy, enjoy yeah. it. Enjoy the con, whatever you like to do, however you like to roll it. Enjoy your con, please. A Love anything, con. anything else from you, Mike, on as far as uh, this year in particular? Well, this year is going to be interesting. Like I said, this is the first one where we don't have William. So it's going to be probably going out later and, you know, going to maybe some events late, you know, late night stuff or, you know, not having to be worried to be back by, you know, 10, 10, 30, 11 to make sure William's in the room and such. So I'm going to get text messages, aren't I? Where are you? Where's the party? What's going on? Yeah, and your point is you're going to get a text message on Saturday morning. Did I kiss you last night? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Hey, in that front only of Judy in front of Judy. <laughs> Hell, she is Judy... not happy with you. Judy FYI. has the picture. Judy has the pictures. What do you mean? <laughs> and the video. No. And the video. Of course, there's video. Of course, it's dragging. With, with as much pie as you're bringing, Mike. Yes, there's going to be some texting. Oh, yes. yes. More than likely, yes. Yes. It should be very interesting. And I'm I'm looking forward to this year. It's going to, you know, it's not like I don't look forward to Dragon Con every year. But yeah. every year, every year is different. Totally. And, and it's going to be, you know, I'm going to take it as it comes. I don't have as much scheduled. I'm not even doing interviews this year. We have people for the network doing it. I'm very happy to say that Ashley Pauls is going to be coming to her first Dragon Con. That's and, exciting. And That's she a, is. It, it would be exciting just to meet her anyway, because we've never met in person, even though we've been doing shows like we've been doing the ESO movie shows for years. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, but it'll be great to meet her, and it's and you get to see the show through her new eyes. Like exactly. She's never been to it before. That's totally what I enjoy is friends who are coming to the con for the first time, just having a ball. And me going, told you, told you, you have fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. told you. We told always you. told you exactly. Uh-huh. And then told we're told you. It's like now then, you know. Yeah. Now you know why I take a week off of work for this. Now you understand. <laughs> and take two days off afterwards to recover. If not three. 
Well, exactly. Um, and that's part of the fun of Dragon Con is, you know, seeing it through the newbies. It's awesome. And that's what, one of the many things I'm looking forward to. So, yeah, I have Mary and also, you know, Ashley to do the interviews this year. And so they've got, we've got a lot of different things media-wise uh, set up for DragonCon. And, you know, hopefully we'll be able to meet up with some friends. I know we're doing an exclusive interview with the Misbehaving Maidens at DragonCon this year. So I'm very excited to announce that you know, that we're going to be doing that. So it should be a lot of fun. Sweet. Yeah. I got to, I got to make sure to catch them. They're playing multiple times throughout the weekend. So I you have sure no excuse, Mr. Gordon. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, everybody has an excuse for everything at dragon con. Cause there's just so <laughs> much, you know, it's called pie. There are literally people that I've known for years that I've never been able to meet at dragon con because, you know, uh, as a matter of fact, one of the contributors of this podcast. I still have yet to meet, even though she's been part of this show for quite some time. So, uh, but maybe Michelle and I will finally uh, meet up this this year. So I I met Kevin for the first time last year in person. So now it's Michelle's turn. So that's the warning, Michelle. So, oh goodness. And <laughs> and speaking of which, well, uh, it's time to get to what uh, our other crew members are looking forward to as well, speaking of Michelle. So we're going to talk to her first, and then we're going to talk to uh, Eternal Zan as well as Kevin. And then we're going to talk to a bunch of uh, you guys who have submitted um, voicemails, audios of stuff that you are looking forward to, stuff that you want to promote at Dragon Con. We are glad to to uh, give you your time, so to speak, before the show. So we're very much looking forward to hearing from all of you. And starting us off, as always, the return of Eternal Zan. Welcome back to the station. Thank you so much. Great to be back. So it's almost here. What, what news have you for us in this uh, only few more weeks left, days left until the big event? Well, I have some new fresh hotel news, and then I'll talk a little bit about the fan panels that I've been accepted on. Although, of course, it's too soon to know the schedule. Right. So, yeah, go for it. Okay. So, first thing, if you're not already checking your email spam filters, start doing that right now so you don't miss out on important hotel news because there's been a bunch of emails sent recently. And the first thing is, if you're staying at the Hotel Indigo, and didn't one of you stay there before? Or am I, or am I remembering correctly? I had, uh, no. I Actually, I think I might have gotten a reservation there, but then I didn't need it at last minute. But go ahead. Okay. So if you have a reservation or are staying with somebody who has a reservation at the Hotel Indigo and the reservation holder hasn't seen a one-night deposit come out of their account yet, you could be at, li at risk of losing your room because according to reports in the Dragon Con Rooms Facebook group, many people staying there were told that there wasn't going to be a deposit and they weren't previously required to leave a credit card on file and then deposits started coming out. So uh, apparently what happened is the Indigo decided, hey, we are going to start taking deposits out and just forgot to tell people. So to check on the status of your reservation and make sure it's still good, call this phone number, 
7600 and ask to speak with Cornelius. He's there Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and he is the designated person who can check on your reservation and make sure everything's okay. So do that right away if you're not sure about your reservation. And uh, did you have any questions about that before nope. I move on to the Hyatt? Okay. Nope. Okay, so the I'm like trying to zoom all through this because I know yes. it's like con's about to start. The, there is news for people who have a Hyatt Legacy Room. And if again, if you're staying with somebody who has a Hyatt Legacy Room, make sure they're aware of this information. They sent out an email for next year, the Hyatt Regency, and this is the host hotel, will be confirming your reservation before you arrive. So they're, what they're gonna do is duplicate your 2018 reservation and hold the same reservation for 2019, keeping the days of the week for check-in and check-out and transferring your contact and credit card information. So the reservation holder will receive an email confirmation of their 2019 reservation on Monday, August 20th. So they requested in the email that everything on your current reservation be as accurate as possible by August 15th. So if you're not sure about that, just contact them as soon as possible because you might be hearing this after that date. Your 2019 deposit of one night's rate plus tax will be charged overnight on Tuesday, October 2nd. And the deadline to change your credit card information, you know, if your credit card's going to expire, uh, the deadline to change the credit card information is the day before that, Monday, October 1st. So now here are the host hotels that have recently had openings. And these are rooms that have recently become available because either attendees were giving them away in the Dragon Con Rooms group or because new rooms opened up directly from the hotels because people give hotel rooms away in the Dragon Con Rooms group when they realize they can't go and all they ask is to get their non-refundable deposit back that they paid the hotel and then they transfer their room to you and if you don't want to pay for a whole room you can try to join an existing room as a roommate because especially this time of year sometimes roommates drop out at the last minute and then the reservation holder is looking for people to replace them. So all the rates I'm going to mention include taxes, fees and parking. And as always, all these rates are gonna vary based on room type and the number of names you put on the reservation. The Marriott had some rooms open up at the full rate and these started at about 600 a night. The Westin had rooms open up at the Dragon Con rate. Those rooms started at about 350 to 400 a night and the Hilton had rooms at the full rate become available and they started at about $400 a night. And I did wanna correct a rumor I heard that was going around about the Hilton. The Hilton is not getting rid of their legacy program. That was an untrue rumor going around because what happened is some people booked rooms at the full rate thinking they'd get into the legacy program and it's never worked that way. Only rooms at the Dragon Con rate qualify for the legacy program. So if you already have a Hilton room at the Dragon Con rate, you're fine, it's good. You'll get first dibs on a room at the Hilton next year. But as always, you have to fill out paperwork to make this happen. It's not gonna happen automatically like it does at the Hyatt. So ask for the paperwork when you check in. And then if you don't fill out the paperwork and follow the instructions, then you lose your legacy. So, um, Final couple things, be careful when looking at last minute deals. If you're searching online and you see an advertised rate that looks too good to be true, check to make sure you're just not looking at the price for the first night, because if you're arriving on Wednesday or Thursday, usually that first night has a cheaper rate and then it jumps for the days on the weekend. 
And finally, here's an overflow that has lots of hotel rooms available. It's the Home Two Suites located at 87 Walton Street, which is about three blocks sort of diagonally behind the Westin. So it's about a 10, 15 minute walk to the Westin. All the rooms are suites with kitchens, free breakfast, free Wi-Fi. 269 for singles and 299 for double queen suites. That's without taxes or uh, parking or any of that. And you can make reservations through the sales office only. So there's a direct number and contact name I can give for that. You can call 470-639-8441 and ask to talk to David Van Tassel or call 470-639-8440 and talk to Nicholas Stinson. So whew, that's all the last minute hotel stuff I've got. And if there's anything you wanna change about your reservation, remember that check-in's your last chance. You can add or change names on the reservation. Just ask about the extra cost for adding names and whatever you couldn't take care of in advance, you can just ask at the front desk. And I can breathe now. <laughs> Thanks very much. That's, uh, that was awesome. Thank you. Now, so now that you got all that out of your system, real quick, what are you looking forward to the most this year? Hmm. Well, I was accepted to speak on the fan panel for the Big Bang Theory. Super awesome. excited. Yeah, yeah. Very I cool. Was, I was this close to buying myself a wedding dress and going as like Amy Farrah Fowler in her wedding dress. And it just didn't happen because I just couldn't find anything that looked good enough. Um, so unfortunately, I will just be me on the panel and not Amy in her wedding dress. But, you know, hey, maybe next year. You never Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and uh, I did get accepted on some other panels, um, Women in Science and Tech Careers, which this will be my second year on this that panel, 12 Monkeys, Handmaid's Tale, and this will be my second year on that panel, Humans, again, I'm returning on that panel, and another new panel for me this year will be V for Visitors, and a couple other panels. Um, but, you know, there's no point in going over what the schedule is now because that could all change. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Um, yeah, there's a couple other things that, you know, might come and go that I'm just not sure about at this point. So we'll just see how that all pans out. Awesome. And of course, you'll be uh, you'll be grouped. Well, well, are you grouped with anybody at the parade this year? Yes, I still okay. have the, the same two parade groups I had last year that I organized, the Eternal Members Parade Group, which we got a new easier to read banner this year, so that'll be great. And then also another returning parade group, the Cult of Marriott Carpet, so I'm really looking forward to that. Awesome. Are you going to be fully displayed in your carpet dress again? Yes, I have. I, yeah, I have like a whole carpet wardrobe. I have a skirt. <laughs> I have a dress. I have a shawl. I have like a hairband. Yeah, I have. Um, so awesome. Oh, yeah, the, the cape. I have. I'm pretty much always wearing the Marriott carpet cape because it kind of doubles as like a jacket in cold panel room. So it's adorable and super practical. And my tiara that says Eternal Zan on it. And oh, before I forget, if you're relatively new to the convention and you want to mentor for the weekend, um, you can go to the contact form at the website that um, the fan run website that I do just called dragonconeternalmembers.com and just put your information in the contact form. I have a couple newbies for this year already, but you don't have to be a first timer. The offer is open to anyone. I just help mentor a couple people each year and all my stuff, including a link to the Wednesday night free photo op with the Marriott carpet 
is on that website because that's a Facebook event. And if you're a volunteer and want to join an unofficial fan group for that, there's a Facebook group called uh, Dragon Con Volunteers now, and that's another unofficial fan resource. Of course, there's official volunteer information on the official Dragon Con website. So I'm doing a little bit of everything this year and just literally like as you were calling me for this podcast, I got a confirmation that I am now allowed to talk about this from the Dragon Con store. The name of the Dragon Con, the new Dragon Con dragon this year, unofficially, has been named Spike by the Dragon Con store volunteers. Very cool. And it, yeah, it's a new design. It's he's green with red spikes. And let me check his measurements. He is one foot tall from tip to tail and it's a it's a brand new design and they're really excited about that and i did double check on the america's mart hours the the vendors the america's mart because i i people have asked me if the dragon con store will be open in the america's mart on thursday um but it won't it, it the 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 America's Mart does not open until Friday. Right. That's right. That's right. But I did get clarification on that. Well, very cool. Thanks for the last minute information. And as always, thanks for all the information you provided us this year. We can't wait to see you at the show in a couple. Well, it's actually just going to be a few days from now. Yeah. So it, it'll be like tomorrow. That's what it, it's going to feel like. It really is. It's already over, really. Um, so <laughs> so <What>? thanks, no! <laughs> thanks, Dan. We appreciate it. See you at the convention. See ya. Hey, now we're here with Michelle from Drop by Dragon Con. Hey, Michelle, are you ready for Dragon Con? I, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the trick question of the night. I, we, we just got our flu shots um, because we always get them two weeks, like we're two weeks plus out. And we get them now because that's one of the things that I've done for myself and it's helped. So, but no, I, I'm not ready. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah, it's, can't believe it's two weeks away. And it's just like, I have so much to do. And you live there, so you're yeah. easy access, but we have like all the stuff we have to get taken care of and just insane details and just trying to get everything lined up. It's just crazy. Oh, I'm sure. But we have to arrange for pet sitters. We have to arrange because we don't, because we, uh, we, yeah. we stay down there and, you know, now we have a fourth dog and it's just like, ah, great. Yeah. So, we, have, we have all the creatures that we have. So we don't have dogs, but we have a ton of creatures. Of so. course you do. Yeah, of course, because I love living things. But. Of course. So let's hear it for you. What are you looking forward to? Um, other than like seeing my friends, because there are a lot of people I don't get to see except at Dragon Con. And this year, a lot of us have made each other promises that we will sit down and actually find time to talk because you know what dragon con's like as soon as you get there it gets crazy but i really just want to be able to see so many of my friends and one of them um who's a good friend her husband's actually deployed right now and he's able to come in even just for two or three days dragon con we're so happy about that um we're puppetry pet track people so um, I haven't looked fully at the panels yet but puppetry track for us is one of the big things um, we're doing the Hexenbrood again this year. So it'll be the second year that we've done it. So I'm looking forward to the countdown and the Marriott and the Hexenbrood that we're going to do. 
And apparently there's a group that's doing a closeout. I think it's a sing out in the Hilton on Sunday night. And I'm looking forward to possibly doing that. It just, you know how you get there and then everything gets crazy. But we're planning on hitting the Hilton a lot more this year because I had no clue that they had the ongoing dance party and stuff there. And I will definitely do that. Oh, yeah. It's not the same old Hilton anymore. That We found out last year and that made me so happy. We were walking through after something and people were dancing and I just started dancing with them. And then people were like, oh, you have to come back. They have the music every night. We had no idea. Mm-hmm. But Paul and I have said this year we're going to try to get to more of the hotels. I don't know if they'll get me down to the... Um, the Sheraton that often, that building just really bothers me for some reason. But it, it, you know, they've had panels there that I've wanted to make, and this year maybe I'll make them. That's awesome. So is there any celebrities or stuff? Do you guys do that, or do you guys go to some Here's panels? A, I don't, I'm really odd that way. Like, if there's someone I want to see, we'll make sure that we see them. But I'm not, I'm not. I'm not a big celebrity person unless I really like him. Like Doc Hammer's not going to be there. And I understand he's been hurt. Well, he and um, Jackson are the two that we would want to see um, because we love Venture Brothers. We're so freaking thrilled that season seven is finally out. And it's the first two we've seen are both exquisite. They're just pieces of art. But like Spooky Chan, I love, um, I love her. Chandra, I love her artwork. I'm looking forward to seeing her and getting some more pieces from her. Karen Halian, who's incredible artist, does these fabulous um, pins that I've been collecting. And I have a lot of her T-shirts and I love being able to go and talk with her and the people from BPAL, Beth and Puddin and their daughter Lilith. Uh, we do every year as a gift for them because I've been collecting her stuff for so long, her, her scents. Um, we do a Starbucks run for them one morning. We get their order and we go hit Starbucks and get everything for them and take it over while they're, they're getting stuff set up. And it's stuff like that. I mean, because, you know, movies, I love movies. I like writers. I love Faith Hunter. I want to see her. I always try to see Faith. And there are other writers. Uh, Andrea Judy, if you don't know her, very good writer. Um, she's local in this area and a lovely person. And there are so many other, Patricia Briggs, I'm hoping I make at least one panel with her. Um, and there are other ones like that, that, that that's more my thing. Even though I do love movies and I really like the actors and stuff, I just, I, I don't know why. I'm just not one of those people that does that. It's like we don't get photos with them unless we end up meeting them and ending up drinking with them, which happens. <laughs> it suddenly happens that way. I just don't know how it does. I've had so many times it's just you know like me and the virginia hay thing where we were in the bathroom that was bizarre but malcolm mcdowell we kept getting in like he kept getting in elevators with us everywhere so but um yeah but most of the time if like if i know an actor and i like the actor i'll remember their name and i'm really good with names which you should know but sometimes i'm not someone that knows names off the top of my head if i don't really love something so oh sure that totally makes sense but it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind for you. Well, I'm not. I'm not. Obs- I'm not. Obs- not obsessed. Which that's not the word. I'm not. Com- no, that's not it. Compulsive. Paul says I'm not enthralled. Like with the writer stuff, I am. If there's an actor I love, if there's a Doctor Who, oh my God, any of the Doctor Who's, I would love to meet Eccleston. I would love to actually have a conversation with that man. But 
I don't think he'll ever do Dragon Con. Oh, I um, doubt it. No, because it's not who he is. But uh, but I mean, last year, um, oh my God, see, and I just I know her name, River Song, and I can't think of her name right now. And I Alex see Kingston. Her. Yes, Paul. She was walking by, and Paul didn't know it was really her. And so he turned to her and said, hello, sweetie. And she turned and looked at him and said in her very stately, exquisitely sexy voice, hello, sweetie. And he was like, oh, my God, that's really her. (laughs) Yes, we were in line. She thought it was fabulous. Awesome. Um, Paul had a fangirl moment. That's awesome. He literally did have a fangirl moment. He's done that a few times with a few people that he didn't realize that that's who they were. But mostly for me, I end up someplace in line with someone and we'll start talking and I have no idea who they are. And then their face, like, I'm like, I know that face from someplace. And then we'll end up talking and I'm finally like, oh my God, you're so-and-so. And what's really weird, quite often we have friends in common or we have some weird history together. It's just this odd crossover. That's always awesome. Yeah, we did that, was it two years ago? This guy was on the elevator when we got on, and he looked really familiar, and I didn't realize who it was. And right before he got off the elevator, I said, have a great con. And he responded in a British accent, and I was like, oh, my God, that's Jason Isaacs. It's, like, awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah, so it's just like, oh, God. And my wife was like, who? And I said, picture him with blonde hair. And she said, Malfoy's father. Yeah, yeah. He's exquisite. He's exquisite. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty awesome. So, yeah. So I'm looking forward to a ton this con. And hopefully we'll actually be able to see each other, just not at the parade. You know, I'm, I swear it just – we do Chattacon as well, which is a teeny tiny con that's mostly about room parties. And we love it because we love being able to see friends there as well. And the, the dynamic, the difference between Chattacon and DragonCon is so massive. And I'd like to be able to have more of the feel that it used to have before Dragon Con got so huge where you'd stand downstairs in the Hyatt, you know, outside of all the dance areas and talk to people and see Photo Gnome and see people like that. I want to see Joe Hunt and I want to see, you know, I want to see people that I don't get to see except at Dragon Con. And we see each other on Facebook or we talk on Facebook and I have all these friends from Live Journal that... I, I never knew who they were, except I knew them on Live Journal by whatever name. And most of them go to Dragon Con, and I didn't know. I, I don't even know how I ended up becoming friends with them, but I still am. And that's that's one of those that it makes me very happy that I, this is, I think, year 18 for Paul and I. And it's it's so nice to see faces that, well, Paul said 17. It's so nice to see faces, people that we've seen since the first year. We're still good friends with Steph and Chandra that we met in the first Buffy panel. I introduced us and we started talking and we've been friends since then. Oh, so, that is awesome. Yeah, that's that to me is the stuff that matters the most. Well, that is awesome. And are you doing any Drop by Dragon Con events or anything? Um, we're having a meetup. We're not. I think it's going to be Thursday at the Westin a little bit earlier, maybe 8, 830. Um it's hard. Everybody wants to do them, but it's so hard because everybody has a different schedule. So the minute we set something down solid, it, it's hard. Let's just put it that way. But Thursday night for sure we're trying, and I'm going to try for at least one other one. But we'll see what happens. And how can but, people... you, but you can see me in the parade. Of course. <laughs> You're going to be with the uh, table. Periodic table. Yep. Uh, we're noble gases. Exactly. So. 
So awesome. And so how can people find you guys? Um, on Facebook, it's Drop by Dragon Con. It's a community, not a page. There is a page, but you won't find us there most of the time. Um, but if you go to the community, answer the questions, and that'll get you in a lot faster because I go through and vet. In fact, I have a queue right now of people. Um, if you haven't gotten in yet, here's why. Facebook has been messing with things, and it's hard for me to get to the group right now for some odd reason. But when I went in to try to start adding people, the uh, delete or add jumps, and I don't want to accidentally delete someone, and I have done it before when this has happened a couple of years ago. So that's why I have quite a few people waiting to get in. Nope, totally understand that. Totally understand that. Yeah, because I'd rather not have you know some person wondering why I deleted them. You know. Of course. Well, Michelle, I guess we will see you then at Dragon Gun. And it'll be lovely seeing you. Of course. See you then. Hey, ciao. We also have joining us once again, right before the show, is Kevin Batchelder. Kevin, welcome back to the station. Thanks very much. Glad to be back again as we get dangerously close to Con. <laughs> dangerously close. <laughs> so, so what is your panel count at this time? Uh, not exorbitant. <laughs> um, every, I don't know, you know, it, it goes up or down from year to year. I think the panels that will actually be on this year, oh, maybe 10, 12. Okay. No, no, in the usual range, 8 to 12. It kind of depends. A couple things are in flux at the moment, as always. So, as always, right? Yeah. Well, let us know. Uh, tell us about some of the ones that you're most excited about this year. Oh, sure. Um, well, as always, you know, I tend to enjoy a bunch of stuff. I mean, for, shall we say, for the attending side, if you will. Um, sure. I'm really looking forward to being a big uh, Lost Girl fan with uh, nine cast members being at con this year. Tons of guests, yeah. Yeah. They're going to have their fun. own section, their own wall, I think, on uh, Wallet Walk of Fame, right? Yeah, I'm looking forward just to seeing what that looks like. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to attending several of their uh, cast Q&As. Uh, so that'll be some fun stuff there. Um, and then um, speaking side, it's usually, as it often is, many of the genre TV shows. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this year uh, moderating the fan panel for the Winona Earp one. Um, and then uh, talking on some other shows like uh, Killjoys and iZombie, Magicians, Future Man, um, Buffy, things like that. And are you, uh, you've got the, um, the, the uh, sci-fi classics movie, right? Actually, no, we're not doing the movie this year. Really? We, yeah, we decided to, uh, that um, our sci-fi drive-in has actually been running as part of Kelly's track, the American Sci-Fi. Oh, okay, gotcha. Media. All right, that's right. Joe and I, you know, Joe from Classics and I usually host it, but Kelly decided she wanted to kind of, you know, um, give it a year off, um, try a couple of different things this year. So we said, well, give it a breather for at least a year and then maybe revisit again next year. So, yeah, for the first time in, goodness, was it six years or five years, we're... Not doing the movie on Friday night. Wow, whatever will you do with yourself on Friday? There's like nothing else to do. Like you're just going to be lost. Well, well, actually, as the timing works out good this year, because um, Winona Earp is airing currently now. So I'm looking. I'm working with some fellow Winona Earp fans, Earpers as they're known. Um, we got thirty or forty of us that are going to be at Com. We're trying to find a restaurant so we can do a group viewing of the episode together. Oh wow, very nice. Yeah. So we're doing. You know, um, as you can imagine. 
trying to find space at a restaurant during con is going to be a challenge. So <laughs> yes, absolutely. It may or space may not come anywhere. together. Yeah, it may or may not come together, but They're you know, so pile into look. Kevin's room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll get forty of us in there, but yeah, it might end up doing something like that. We'll have to see. It'd be like a March Brothers sketch. Yeah, but as with all things con, uh, stay tuned. It's uh, it's you know still fluid at the moment. Is there are there any other like nightly things that you do um, that traditionally uh, that you're looking forward to this year? Like any sort of parties or some of the after hours events? Uh, do you do you participate in any of those uh, usually? Um, yeah, no, that's not usually something that's kind of in my wheelhouse. I'll admit. Um, okay. I, I don't tend. To, I mean, I might uh, wander through a few things early in the evening, but I'm. Um, not that much of a late night guy uh, at this point anyway, with all of the panel stuff I tend to do evenings tends to be a good decompressed time for me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, as you guys and many of the folks who do multiple panels know, sometimes just the way the schedule falls will also drive that. I think two of the days, um, I think it's Friday and Saturday. I've got like events that I'm involved in from like two in the afternoon till eight at night with like no breaks. So it's going to be go, go, go. So by the time eight o'clock rolls around, I'm going to enjoy just, sitting still for a few minutes so uh we'll you, gotta, see. You, you gotta take the peace when and quiet when you can get it man. yeah yeah that's what it's going to come down to and and you know it's it's out of the control it's just the way the schedule falls and i don't mean in a bad way it's a lot of fun i mean there'll be panels i'm on or events i want to go to but i i can definitely see where it's going to be uh by the end of the day you're going to appreciate just uh getting to have a few downtime minutes and uh, so anything else, any other celebrities you're looking forward to or anything else like that? You know, for me, it's mainly that Lost Girl cast is at the top of the list. The con's done a great job at getting guests from many different um, sci-fi shows this year. My goodness, many of them. And I, I can't say that any of them are like top of the list like I have to see, but I'm looking forward to seeing them as I often do in the Walk of Fame. Um, you know. Whether or not I get in an autograph line will kind of probably depend on the day and who it might be. But there's going to be such a good variety this year. Um, there's no one else that's really like the ooh, got to see kind of thing from a celeb point of view. It's, I think it's going to be a year to have some uh, fun as happens from time to time in the ebb and flow of con where uh, some of the folks that I only get to see every now and then, folks like maybe you guys for a chance, I'll, I'll try to venture around and maybe run into you for a change. Yes, that was, uh, I think last year was our first meeting after many years. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess we're not scheduled for another four years to meet up again. <laughs> but hopefully that, that won't be the case. Yeah, sometimes that's the way it works out too, because a couple of panels I had expressed interest in um, ended up conflicting with some other stuff I had. So a couple of the, even the track directors I worked with were like, well, it doesn't look like I've got you on any panels this year. I'm like, I, I'm sorry, I guess it's a good thing that I got this much going on, but... It's the ebb and flow, so I'll sure I'll be wandering around saying hi to some track directors and stuff if I don't end up on panels for them this year. So you'll get there. Are you? Do you get there on Wednesday, Thursday? I my tradition now has been late on Wednesday since okay. our our newbie events start Thursday afternoon. I don't want to risk you know some travel issues on Thursday morning, so I usually try to come in Wednesday. Um, have a little fun looking around, going look, look how empty it is. Um, before it really starts to explode. Uh, as we know now, much more earlier on Thursday, since some of the tracks do Thursday events now. So now, I will you be hurt. doing newbies? Will you be with the newbies group all day Thursday? Then uh, our walking tours start Thursday afternoon. Uh, I think officially on the program at two thirty, but we'll certainly be setting up a little earlier. So you know, once we get past lunchtime Thursday, yeah, we'll be go 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 till about seven o'clock on newbie stuff. Wow, wow! So that's where to find you for sure. 
Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we got the either in the tour. room or walking around giving tours. Well, actually, for the most part, I'm the one who stays in the room. Um, oh, okay. Kim and Sue from our newbie core admin group, they're the ones who do an amazing job with the tours and getting the guides out and everything else. It's usually Mike and I that hang back in the room answering questions and uh, kind of playing traffic director on some things there for the most part. So I don't do much walking, but I do a heck of a lot of talking. <laughs> As you will all weekend long. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's very exciting. Um, thanks once again for all the information you've been able to provide for us this season as we go into Dragon Con. And uh, yeah, hopefully you're ready to rock and uh, we'll see you in a few days. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun as it always is. That's, you know, after this many years, I keep, I got to be honest, I keep wondering when is the excitement maybe going to dim a little or whatever, or hey, this year doesn't look like the one there's a lot of guests I want to see or whatever, but Man, once we start getting within just a few weeks of con, I just get so excited to start seeing everybody. It's like Christmas. Nerd it Christmas. Is. It's nerd Christmas. It really is, whether it's, <laughs> you know, friends to be on panels with or new people I haven't met yet or some folks who say they're coming for the first time. And, you know, I want to see that excitement and shock and awe in their eyes the first time they're experiencing what's going on. It's uh, it's always a ton of fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we look forward to seeing you there as well. Absolutely. Yeah. going to be a blast. Absolutely. Well, we'll see you then. All right. Take care, gang. Hi, this is Bobby Nash. I'm looking forward to seeing all of you at Dragon Con this Labor Day weekend. Uh, I'll be in the comic and pop art track table 436. I hope you'll stop by and say hi. See you there. Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Ogle, and I'm a writer and artist and co-host of the Earth Station Who podcast. I hope you all will join us on Sunday at 2.30 p.m. in the Hilton, where we'll be talking all about Peter Capaldi's tenure as the 12th Doctor. Yay! If you see me wandering around Dragon Con, my eyes wide open in amazement as I gaze and wonder at all the glorious cosplay, I myself will probably be wearing an Earth Station 1 t-shirt with extra added Doctor Who. Please come up and say hi. If you'd like to check out my artwork beforehand, visit maryogle.com, where you'll find lots and lots of fan art. Oh, and some professional stuff, too. But we all know we care more about the fan art! Hey, DragonCon people, this is Kevin from the Flopcast, and uh, looking forward to seeing everybody at DragonCon again this year. Here's where to find me. Well, if you're new to DragonCon, please do join us Thursday afternoon for the walking tours. I'll be there. I'll be among the tour guides teaching you how to get around where everything is throughout the convention, so uh, please join us for that. Thursday night, I'll be at the ESO Meet and Greet at the Hyatt Bar, as usual. Uh, I will be either meeting or greeting, not both, so uh, you will have to choose. And the rest of the weekend, it's all panels and whatnot. Friday is the Classic Sci-Fi Legends panel on the American Sci-Fi Classics track, and we'll be paying tribute to uh, all our favorite stars who we lost over the course of the year. That'll be nice. Saturday morning, definitely join us on the Classics track. Forget the parade. Skip the parade. Come on inside. We are going to be celebrating Schoolhouse Rock. So yikes, that's going to be fun. I have a lot of weird theories about adjectives, you know. On Sunday, we're doing Classic Sci-Fi Court, and I will be among the defense attorneys desperately trying to defend really bad movies. And uh, we will either convince you that you actually love these movies, or we'll be locked up for a very long time, I assume. We're also watching The Cat from Outer Space that night, the greatest movie ever made, you know. 
And Sunday on the Classics track, we will be paying tribute to the Lou Ferrigno, Bill Bixby series, The Incredible Hulk. Speaking of superheroes, I will also be busy with the American sci-fi fantasy media track, and uh, we'll be talking about Arrow and Krypton and Gotham and all those modern superhero TV shows that the kids enjoy these days. So I'll be all over the place. Please find me. Uh, if you do find me, I will give you a Flopcast badge ribbon. All the cool kids at Dragon Con will have a weird, bright green Flopcast badge ribbon on their Dragon Con badge, so I'll be happy to give you one. Meanwhile, you can always find me on the Flopcast right here on the ESO network, but I hope to see you all in Atlanta at Dragon Con. I'm already exhausted. Do not adjust your device. This is an urgent message from Jonathan M. Chaffin of Horror in Clay. We make fine horror-themed tiki mugs, art, and accessories. We've been sucked into another dimension, chasing the king in yellow. We will re-emerge during Dragon Con at the Comics and Pop Art Show. Fourth floor, booth B37. We will have new tiki mugs and cats and glassware. We will be conducting a photo scavenger hunt from the booth. I will also be on the Art of the Tiki panel at 11.30 Sunday with Michael Gordon, Derek Yaniger, and more. Stop by. We always love to talk tiki. Horrorandclay.com, MugCrate.com, AtlantaTikiTour.com. Thrilled to be attending my 20th Dragon Con. Cheers. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program. Alexander Hamilton, Aaron Burr. If you're a history lover or a musical lover, you probably know about both Hamilton and Burr's rise to power in the early stages of American history and their infamous duel. But what if you didn't know the full story? What if one of them was a werewolf? White Rocket Entertainment proudly presents a 48-page full-color comic book, Hamilton vs. Burr, A Werewolf Tale. Written by Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist. Art by Nate Niles. Colors by Ace Wheelie and Ken Solomon. Letters by Percival Constantine and edited by Johanna Albrecht. Hamilton vs. Burr, A Werewolf Tale. Available digitally on Kindle and Comics Central. C-O-M-I-X Central. Prefer a print copy? Hamilton vs. Burr, A Werewolf Tale, along with my other published works, are available at theyardsaleartist.bigcartel.com. That's theyardsaleartist.bigcartel.com. Or you can buy it directly from me, Creator Jared Albrecht, the art sale artist, at any of my Comic-Con appearances. Hamilton vs. Burr, a werewolf tale. Get your copy today. You won't regret it. Don't take my word for it. Here's what Ming Chen from AMC's TV series Comic Book Men had to say about it. I really enjoyed it. A lot of great werewolf scenes in here. A lot of great... Uh, this is how I wish history would be told to kids. <laughs> Books like a a Hamilton vs. Burr, a werewolf tale. That's Hamilton vs. Burr, a werewolf tale. Hey, this is Andrew, and at DragonCon 2018, I'm looking forward to paneling with my best friends, cosplaying my favorite shows, and partying with my Ice and Fire peeps at the first-ever Game of Thrones-themed room party Saturday at 10 p.m. Hope to see you guys there. Hi, my name is Brian Brown. I'm a, a photographer on the DragonCon photography staff. And what I'm looking forward to is everything, uh, because as photographers, we can go anywhere, and it's just so much fun. 
And my wife and I, we are also the parents of Bo Brown, who's the director of the puppetry track, which also means we are the parents of Carl, of Bob and Carl's Sci-Fi Janitors. But we are really looking forward to another year. This is my third year, and we hope everybody enjoys it. Hi, Dragon Con Report peeps. This is James Palmer at jamespalmerbooks.com. I am really looking forward to the show this year. Uh, I have something uh, new out, uh, just released from Falstaff Books. It's called Shadows Over London, a Shadow Council Archives novella. It's the sequel to uh, The Depths of Time, uh, which I also wrote. Uh, in it, uh, Captain Richard Francis Burton has just returned from his adventure through time with his sanity barely intact. Now, confronted with memories that are not his own and the sudden disappearance of, of his fiancée, he must unravel a puzzling new mystery. Summoned by the enigmatic Mycroft Holmes, Burton is tasked with stopping an eldritch cult before it takes hold of all of London. It will take all of the legendary explorer's vaunted skills to survive Shoggoths, and the machinations of the villainous Professor Moriarty as he races to stop the mysterious King in Yellow from unleashing a chaos older than time. And like I said, that's the that's the second book in a planned uh, four-book series. Uh, you can find out more at uh, falstaffbooks.com. It's available in ebook, uh, on uh, Kindle, and in print. And I will see you guys at DragonCon. Talk to you later. Bye. Hi. I certainly hope this is the uh, the uh, DragonCon Connor Forest phone number. Um, if it's not, this will just be a funny message. Um, uh, my name is Meredith. I'm from New York, and this is going to be my second DragonCon, and I am so excited. I am absolutely speaking out every day, waiting for uh, news on everything going on, and um, I am most looking forward to uh, the Expanse cast, and uh, Victor Garber, who I've been a fan of for a long time, is really cool that he'll be there, and I am looking forward to playing some late-night werewolves and uh, checking out more of the fan Uh, and I can't think of it right now, but the name of the uh, the thing Brian Henson is hosting with the um, the contest to make your own puppet. I uh, wish I could think of the name of it right now. Um, but the thing I am most excited about and is the most ridiculous is that I am, a, I am going to be a T-Rex this year, and I am so looking forward to running amok with my fellow T-Rexes. Uh, at the various parties, and uh, last year the T-Rex made me laugh more than anything, and I thought I have to be one of them, and this year I will be a T-Rex. So I'm um, most looking forward to that. Thanks, guys. Have a great con. Thanks, everyone, for submitting your feedback, your comments, your desires, your dreams, your promotions for Dragon Con 2018. We are very excited. I hope to meet all of you uh, in a couple of days just at the con, and uh, it's going to be a great time. And uh, we're drawing now a close so we can all get ready uh, for the event. So we're drawing a close to our last episode prior to Dragon Con of the 2018 Dragon Con Con Report. Uh, once again, big thanks to everyone for joining us on this episode with their comments and uh, audio files that they sent in. 
everybody. We love we love it when you participate. So, um, and we also want to thank too the the regular folks, the folks that join us every month: uh, Michelle Biddick Simmons, Eternal Zan, and Kevin Batchelder. Thank you so much. We'll see you at the con and. Big, big, big thanks to our station crew here at ESO Network. We made it through another episode where this is it. We made it through a whole year, really, getting ready for Dragon Con. Can you believe it went this fast? Thanks. Thanks, Darren. And thank you. Mm -hmm. I haven't had a chance to thank you yet for your participation in the new video. That's awesome. Oh, you're you're welcome. I thought we had a good time doing it. It was fun. Yeah, we mentioned the video in the last episode, but of course you weren't here. And uh, yeah, I mean... All that walking, man, and you're on, you're you're on tape recording as doing all that walking. All that walking. Now it's, imagine it, it with a bunch it, of people in front of you <laughs> and, and behind and you, and yeah, exactly, and beside you. <laughs> That's the thing that we can't really duplicate. So just yeah, prep. It's coming, kids. If you're not walking, you're you're going to be behind the <laughs> the barrel of the gun. I'm afraid with your legs on Saturday because you're going to yes. start to feel it. Yes, that's true. That's one thing that we definitely always recommend. That I think in January is start exercising, start um, walking. Yep, because that's only going to help you. Uh, and also, thank you, Director Faber, for which none of this would be possible. Hey, I'm just the guy who hits record. You do more than that, but we appreciate it. Um, and we try to cover all we can with these specials. But keep up with the latest news. Please check out the official Dragon Con website, social media outlets. Their Facebook page is amazing, and it's usually up to date. Their Twitter account is even more so. And, of course, last drink of the evening, let's, uh, when the app is released, and it will be very soon, uh, that'll be your, your guide to the weekend. A thousand voices will cry out in ecstasy. Yes. Uh, all the tracks are also active on Facebook, so if you have time before the con, check them all out to find out the latest and greatest news is what the, what's going to be happening in each of the track rooms. As for uh, those of us and part of the crew and the 2018 Dragon Con con report, uh, we can be found on Facebook as well, Twitter, Google Plus, Stitcher. Uh, I have both Mike and I have Instagram accounts, so uh, we will be posting many, many, many pictures of uh of the weekend we want you to be part of the station so please feel free to join us in the discussion follow us on facebook follow us on instagram follow us on twitter befriend us you befriend us we befriend you it's uh it's a it's an equal opportunity befriending there so we want to uh we consider everybody who goes to dragon con and listens to these reports a friend of the station um the Dragon Con Con Report is sponsored in part by Borderlands Comics and Games in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, again, they are going to have a booth at uh, the Dragon Con in the vendors area in the uh, in the Americas Mart. So, like I said last year, I know it was on level two. Uh, like I said, towards the back near the escalators uh, in the back there. I think there, like I said, I think there was can't remember the people. Was it a Domino's back there, like a kiosk where you can get Domino's, like one. Like, I think so. Anyway, really cheap pizza. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, So if you want uh, pizza and uh, to check out uh, Robert's goods, uh, he will have uh, all sorts of trades and pop figures and all sorts of cool things. So check out his his booth there. And for more information on Borderlands, you can check out uh, Borderlands.us. Uh, be sure to check out the Amazon link at the top of the ESOnetwork.com site. It doesn't cost you any more to purchase your stuff, and it really does help us out a lot. 
We have a Tee Public store filled with all kinds of cool designs. And, of course, we have a Patreon. Uh, you can get to those all of those links by going to the top of the ESOnetwork.com site, clicking on them, and finding out more information. Thanks so much for listening, not just for this show, for all year 2018. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and it has been my pleasure. We'll see you at the con. It's finally here! Ah! has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Woo!